How would you like to have a question in your life that you honestly don't know the answer to, that you can't Google the answer for, that you can't call up your family members or your friends or even your pastor and find out the answer to? How would you like to be able to access all the knowledge in the universe inside yourself and just know the answer? Wouldn't you like that? Well, that's what I'm offering you. That's what I'm telling you. Thanks for joining me today. As you can see, I'm inside. It's raining a lot in Northern California, so I can't be out with the horses today to give you this message. I hope you will forgive me. You know, I've been making YouTube videos a little over a year now, and one thing I've noticed about making YouTube videos and all my time pastoring and all my time preaching is that most people think that they cannot hear from God. Now, I completely understand why. I completely understand that you think that somehow you have to be super spiritual or something to hear from God. I wanted to shoot this little video to teach you how I learned to hear from God. Now, before I get into all of this, let me just say that Andrew Womack's How to Find, Follow, and Fulfill the Will of God is a free and great resource for teaching you a more expansive way to hear the voice of God. This is just how I learned and it's really great. It works very well. One thing I'm going to say before I teach you how to hear the voice of God is that in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was outside of people. He didn't dwell in people. And because of that, there were a lot of external ways to hear the voice of God. For instance, sending people like Melchizedek going to Abraham. We also see God talking to people through donkeys. We know that Gideon actually put out his fleece and said, Lord, if this is you talking to me, let it be wet all around it. And Lord, if this is you talking to me, let it be wet just on the fleece. That's called fleecing God. Like it's a verb now. I don't know. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit did not dwell inside people. So every way that a person heard from God was externally. But now that we live in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit lives in us. And so when we hear God, it's internally. And this is really important because two things. One, the devil can't mess with what's on the inside of you. And two, you know that it's God because of the peace. So Jesus said, my peace I leave with you, not as the world gives do I give to you, okay? Jesus' peace is what you follow. Now, this is what I did and it worked really well. There are two prerequisites to being able to hear the voice of God to this way. The first one is that you have to be saved. You have got to have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And if you're watching this channel, I assume that you are saved. Most people who watch this channel are not only saved, but are growing in their maturity level with God. So that's the first prerequisite. The second prerequisite is that you be baptized with the Holy Spirit, meaning that you have the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Into a theological debate about whether tongues are biblical or not, or if they're of the devil or not. I'm not doing that right now. I'm just saying that you have got to be baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues for this method to work 
the way it worked for me and the way it still works for me every single time, literally every time. The one thing that is so important when we get into this is to understand that God wants to talk to you. I think a lot of Christians really get bent up thinking that God doesn't talk to them and they can't hear God. I've even heard preachers say, well, if you haven't heard from God in a while, just keep doing the last thing that he told you to do. And I, I love those preachers, but here's the problem I have with that. If God is supposed to be my spouse, he's supposed to be my ever present help, not my sometimes present help, not my when he's not busy present help. He's my ever present help. And so the problem I have with what I just quoted is that how would you feel if your parent or your husband or wife told you to do something and you do it or you have a question about it or you want to know something else or you just want to talk to them and they just sit there like this? How would you feel? It wouldn't draw you close to them, would it? It, it wouldn't draw you close to your spouse, you would hate them. You would say, why did they ignore me? In fact, it might provoke you to cheat on them. If you were talking about your parent in that way, if they ignored you, you might be provoked to run away from home and join a gang. So those kinds of reactions in a relationship don't work in human relationships and they don't work in our relationship with God. God is at least as good at relationships as we are. Can't you agree about that? So God doesn't ignore you. Sometimes you don't know how to hear him, true, but God never ignores you. God didn't ignore you since the beginning of creation. He thought about you when Jesus was on the cross. He thought about you before he ever formed you. How can he ignore you now? What kind of sense does that make? None. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox now, but here's the answer. When I first learned how to hear from God, a pastor of mine told me to do this and it worked really, really, really well. So I would pray in tongues and then out loud, and then I would be quiet and I would still hear myself praying in tongues inside. It's like saying your ABCs. If I tell you to say your ABCs and then in the middle of your ABCs, I tell you to be quiet and then you're quiet, can you still hear the ABCs on the inside of you? Let's practice. Go ahead and start reciting your ABCs and I'll tell you when to stop, okay? Recite them out loud. A, B, C, D, okay, stop. But you can still hear them on the inside of you, right? Okay, so this is how this works. I want you to pray in tongues and pray in tongues and then in the middle of praying in tongues to be quiet and see where that sound comes from on the inside of you. And I want you to do this several times over the next day. Pray in tongues and then be silent. Pray in tongues and then be silent and memorize where on the inside of you that voice comes from, okay? So that was step one in learning how to hear the voice of God. Step two was what I did was I said, okay, Lord, I'm gonna read scripture and I read particular scriptures and I wouldn't memorize them on purpose. I wouldn't even hardly pay attention. I was just sort of flippantly reading through them on purpose, not because I have disrespect for the word of God, but I wanted to get my point across. So I would read just kind of scanning through scripture. Then I would close the Bible and put it away. And then I would pray in my head. I would not pray this out loud of my mouth. I would pray in my head, 
which I do think that you can do is pray in your head. I don't think you should, but that's a whole different discussion. I would pray in my head and I would ask God to reveal to me the scripture exactly that I had just read to bring it to my mind. Okay. So that I knew how to hear him in English, not just in tongues. So what I would do is I would listen very closely. And what would happen is two things would happen. One, I would hear verses that I thought were the same verses and I would go and I would look and check in the Bible and they weren't the same verses. And so what I determined was that that was my own voice. So I memorized where that came from. And then I would ask God again and I would listen with my whole heart. I would listen and I would hear the scripture bubbling up from on the inside of me. Mine comes from about right here. Sorry, messing with the mic. Mine comes from about right here. And so I knew that it was God because when I went and looked at the Bible, it was exact. And remember, I hadn't prayed in English. So the devil couldn't have intercepted my prayer because he didn't speak my prayer language. The devil can't hear my thoughts. So God knew what I prayed to him and God responded in kind. So that's how I learned to hear God's voice. Now, I started doing that with tongues first and then the Bible because I knew I could trust that content. When I got very secure in hearing God's voice and where it was coming from, from those two types of communication with God, then I started asking him questions that were not necessarily found in the Bible that I needed answers to. And I started actually asking God when a good time to call my family was because they were always busy or I was busy or whatever. And we kept missing each other. So this was before texting. So I started asking God, okay, when is a good time to call them? And he would tell me a time and I would go and I would call them at this particular time. And if that phone rang and rang and rang and they didn't answer immediately, I would say to God, you told me to call them at this time. I'm holding you to it because you told me to do it. And every single time they would answer after, like if they didn't at first, but then, but then when I would say that, and I would say that out loud to God, then they would answer every time. So that's how I learned to hear the voice of God. Remember the steps are, you have to be saved. You have to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now, once those two prerequisites are met, then you have to pray in tongues and be quiet and pray in tongues and be quiet. And then I encourage you to read a scripture that you haven't memorized, that you don't want to memorize and ask the Lord in your mind to bring it to your remembrance and then go test it and see once you have memorized where his voice comes from on the inside of you. I hope this helps you. I really hope this helps you because I think so many people go to the professional Christians in order to get answers from God. And really Robert Morris said one time that that's like going to your best friend and asking them to ask your spouse where they want to go on vacation. Why would you go to your best friend and ask your best friend to ask your spouse where they want to go on vacation with you? That doesn't make any sense. But essentially, that's what people do to God. They say, well, I can't hear from God, so I'm going to ask so-and-so to hear from God for me. And that's not right. It doesn't, doesn't help your relationship with God at all. And it doesn't help your life that much. I mean, it can, and God's so wonderful. He'll talk to you through other people. Thank God. But wouldn't you rather grow your relationship with God? I know I would. 
I'm really curious to know what you think about this content. So could you please, if you're watching this video, please take a second and make a comment below and give this video a thumbs up so we can gain a higher algorithm on YouTube. That would be great. Remember that I love you and that Jesus loves you.